0: Welcome to ConExpo, ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley.
1: Welcome back to ConExpo, ConAg Radio. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our next guest today has more than 15 years of experience, specifically in construction telematics. He has been responsible for the implementation of technology of $700 million worth of construction, mining, and lifting equipment. Please welcome Tony Nicoletti, Director of Sales and Business Development for DPL Telematics. Tony, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Peggy. Thank you. Good to be here.
1: Well, Tony, it's great to have you. So now let's talk about this. We've been talking uh, for the last couple of segments here on what's really happening with advancements and uh, uh, wearables and AR and VR. And we're really looking at all these kind of, kind of next-gen equipment, so to speak. And you can't speak about that without talking about telematics in that space. And so let's looking at the next 12 months, where do you see construction companies kind of implementing this next gen technology at the job site? I know you have to have kind of a vision for that because you're right at the cutting edge of all that.
0: Yeah, you bet. You know, it seems like drones get all the front page news these days. um, But telematics is definitely one to watch over the next year or so. Uh, We've seen deployments over the last two years exceed as many as were there in the previous five. I suspect that trend will continue uh, for many years to come.
1: Excuse me, Tony, define that. You know, for the average listener who says, well, I'm not quite sure how, how do you define telematics, what would you define it as? So walk us through that a little bit.
0: Sure. So telematics has gone through a couple different iterations over the years. It started off as just what we'd call GPS tracking, just being able to locate something. Most people have that on their phone now. Uh, Then went into more fleet management, but now telematics really lets you get into uh, the machine itself or the truck or the vehicle itself, plug right in and get information off of it, and then access that information, that data remotely from anywhere in the world to any Internet-connected device.
1: So why is that important? You know, I'm, 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 doing the basics of this cause I always like when we talk about things and I, I think for the average listener who really wants to understand, we talk about data cause that's so valuable today. Why data is important. This is where I think telematics really gets to be so valuable is when you get that data and you can make real time decisions and really understand how to get the most out of your machine. And that's where I think we're going to get to, but why are we, talking about all this today because if you can get the most out of it and you get information walk us through a little bit about why it's the evolution of this has made telematics so powerful and beyond what GPS is because we understand a little bit of that and we've talked to that in the past where are we getting to the point of that machine side of things now that we're really maximizing the machine life a little bit?
0: You bet. So the big shift came uh, with the advent of Tier 3 engines uh, because they had to be electronically controlled. Previously, they were mechanically controlled. So since they were electronic, uh, it allowed telematics or really anything to plug directly into them through their, their access port. And then telematics then gives you that wireless relay to access that information anywhere in the world. So you can be tracking the brake systems, transmission, engine, Anything on a machine or a truck, uh, since they're all connected on the same bus. And that's really the, the advantage of telematics. So what it's doing is it's replacing a lot of the manual checking that had to occur. So previously, uh, most runtime information was written down by hand. It was faxed in or it was turned in at the end of the week. Well, now that information can be captured on the spot the same day a machine runs. You can know how many hours were put on it. You can know how much it idled, how much fuel it burned, and have all that at your fingertips immediately to make real-time decisions for reallocating assets, to improve your, your bidding, your estimating, your job costing, everything that's driven by those metrics, you have access to those immediately.
1: How does that, if you think about that, when you talk about idle, fuel, bidding, estimating, hours does some of that play into our safety side of it? Does it play into our maintenance, our costs? What are we talking about in the scheme of things? And let's say our environment at the job site or or our workers and, and how does that all come together? I mean, when I look at that, the first thing that I'm thinking about is a safer worker, envi- a worker environment. Am I looking at that wrong or no, that is better because now we understand the life of that machine, and what we're talking about at the, at the, the site because it's safety for the, the workers in general, or am I looking at this completely wrong?
0: Um, absolutely. Safety is one element of it, for sure. One of the places we see that the most is actually on uh, the trucks, on the vehicle side. Uh, telematics lets you see how they're being operated. So speeds, of course, is a huge thing that everybody wants to reduce their speed makes them safer drivers, but also improves the company image. Uh, but also, it's now at the point where you can get the driver behavior data right off of these assets as well. So there, is there a lot of harsh braking, Is there erratic acceleration? Uh, opportunities to coach the drivers and the operators on the equipment, too. Are they using the, the right gear? Are they driving the machine too hard? Are they trying to operate it with a red stop lamp on? All of this information can be collected, and it's an opportunity to coach uh, the operator or the drivers.
1: So we talk a lot about um, training, so you can use a lot of this. So if you have someone who's doing a lot of hard stopping, a lot of speeding, a lot of training, once you discover how a driver's doing things behind the wheel with a lot of this information as well.
0: That's correct, yeah.
1: So let's talk about reducing fleet costs and increasing profits. How, How do you end up doing that with some of the telematics you have as well?
0: Going back to the, the different steps, if you're taking the, the most basic data, let's, again, just say the, the GPS side, you'll be targeting theft and loss, being able to find things, improve your logistics and your dispatching, um, and have better inventory controls. But then as you start to add in that runtime, as we talked about a few minutes ago, you're removing that data entry, you're driving, um, you're, you're estimating improvements, uh, your job costing, but then as you step up to the next level, and this is where it starts to get really interesting, with that idling, with that fuel burn information, uh, with a lot of the temperatures and pressures that come off of the machine, as well as the diagnostic fault codes, what you're really doing is you're replacing time and downtime on the machine. So let me give you an example of what we're starting to see. Previously, if a machine went down on a job and there was a problem with it, service technician would have to be dispatched. They'd go out, they'd plug in with a scan tool, figure out what was wrong with it, go back to the shop, get the right parts and tools, put it in the truck, go back out to the job, and fix the machine, get it up and running. Well, we're beginning to see, in today's world, same situation. machine goes down on the job site. Now the technician pulls up their phone, gets all the temperature, pressure, false code data right there, does the diagnosis, puts the parts and the tools in the truck, makes one trip out to the job, gets the machine back up and running. So you've cut... The technician time in half, but more importantly, the downtime on that job site just got half. They're back up and running not much faster.
1: So, Tony, are you talking a little bit more about being more proactive and predictive analytics versus being reactive and the, the ability to service equipment with, you know, whereas before you would you would go there and you would repair it after it happened. Now you're actually repairing things before the downtime, and you can actually plan your job sites better, and do things more proactively than if that, I just mentioned, that reactive way of things that have happened, and, and you can make for a much more productive job site.
0: That's absolutely right. So you're, you're not flying as blind, I guess, as you were. You're, you're not letting uh, the job site dictate what's happening to you. You're looking for uh, out-of-parameter readings, since so you can see those temperatures and those pressures, uh, those fault codes coming in, and even uh, fuel spikes you got a machine that's routinely getting fuel spikes, you know there's something wrong. It's either being driven too hard, it's in the wrong application, or it's going to fail. And you can make a call to that job, take the machine offline, have a replacement on its way, or have it serviced before you have that catastrophic failure.
1: It, it seems to me the cost of being able to prevent that and having to send workers and having them idling, the work not just the machine, but the workers from idle time of not doing a job is 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 significant are are construction firms seeing a lot of benefit from that you know workers standing around not being able to be productive because of that can i think is significant are are we are we able to estimate those kind of cost savings from that as well
0: uh yeah depending on the job and the application uh there's there's always that savings to it the other thing that's of course come into play over the years is the cost of the technology has come down dramatically. And when this started, the, the units were huge, the size of a bread box. They were well over $1,000 each. Now they're probably a fraction of that, 20%, 25%. The messaging costs were 30 to $40 a month. And you're getting very, very simple data. Now you're getting all of this rich information for less than that. So the ROI from the technology has has gone up tremendously.
1: And so we- and so what you've just described is so whereas a construction company might not have invested in the telematics technology in the past thinking it was out of their reach or too expensive, they need to re- reevaluate now and take a second look at this because costs have come down. The affordability might be there, whereas if they looked at it a few years ago, it's a completely different game today than what it was a few years ago.
0: That's absolutely right. And the, the reach of the technology, as we've talked about plugging into these diagnostics, Um, has jumped it forward tenfold, but also uh, the reach on a global scale. You know, previously, most of the telematics out there was cellular-based, so you had to be within cell range. Well, now there are solutions on the market that are pure global, so you could have a job on the polar cap and be able to track what's going on there from anywhere in the world.
1: Well, Tony, I appreciate you. We're out of time, but it was great having you on the show. I hope you'll come back and tell us more as this continues and the technology evolves and we have this ability to adopt it and construction sites become more profitable. Absolutely, Peggy.
0: Thanks for having me.
1: All right, thank you. All right, listeners, we're out of time for this segment. But, you know, during our break, check out AEM's website at aem.org, or you can always go up to conexpoconag.com. So stick around. We've got more to come right here on Con Expo Con Ag Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here, and we'll be right back.
0: Thank you for listening to WS Radio. Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there
2: too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio
0: application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now, it's very easy, WSRadio.com.
2: Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls, required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today.
1: The richness of your life is reflected in the shimmering elegance found at D.O. Loon Design. One of a kind jewelry and pieces from Cynthia Dillon in silver and gold help to express your unique personality. The flowing designs of her creations will empower the way you move throughout your day. Join us online at D-I-O-L-U-N-designs.com.
0: Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details.
2: Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business, but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur, Whoever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them? Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at Scale Your Business Toolkit.com. That's Scale Your Business Toolkit.com.